0: Hello, and welcome to Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray. As the founder of The Bra Network, the Business Relationship Alliance, I have met some of the most inspiring women working as entrepreneurs, freelancers, founders, executives, and creatives, and I want to share their stories with you. So let's get Carried Away. Now more than ever... Social media has become an essential tool for any brand or business. I mean, what if we woke up one day and we were in the middle of a pandemic and we were told we could never leave our house again for months on end? Where would we go to connect with our current clients and foster new relationships with future clients? Social media. That's right. Join me as I get carried away with Shana Marks, founder of Social with Shana, when we talk about all things social media and Instagram.
1: Welcome, Shana. Thank you so much. Hi, Carrie. How are you?
0: You know, <laughs> I with do. increasing and closures also increasing, what can you
1: do? Uh, well, I got a pedicure yesterday, so I'm pretty happy that I squeezed that one in before we lost that that ability. My heart just—I mean. I obviously have the mindset of a business owner. So my heart goes out to all these, all these businesses that have busted their butts to get their doors back open, rehired people, gone through all of these safety precautions. I can't even imagine what the money is in that. And, you know, I'm just, it, I, my heart hurts for everybody that now has to close again.
0: I know, and you know, I was able to get, slide in under the radar when things first opened to get my hair cut, um, um, and, and the amount, the of, amount plastic of plastic that was now installed in between every chair, okay. between, you know, even the front desk and the parking lot, you had to wait outside behind a plastic. All I thought was, wow, if I was in plastics, I'd be doing really well right now, <laughs> um, but it is, it is scary to think how much money they invested in this, and now they're having to reclose again. I I know, so hard, so hard, but I'm glad you're here with us today, and luckily you're talking to us about something that we can do safely from home, Um, I have known Shana Marks for now, gosh, 2017, yeah, yeah, long time, long time, and you always continue to amaze me with your knowledge, with your know-how on Instagram, anytime we have a Wisdom Wednesday, you come in with this new hack or this new Thing That's just like we should stop doing this and we should start doing this and I always love that you're so open to sharing your wisdom And before we dive into your wonderful topic, please tell us a little about about you because I can talk about you forever But for the people who don't know tell us your story. Tell us how you got here where we can find you
1: all the things Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, thank you for having me. I Absolutely love all things brought especially you. So it's a pleasure to to be here with you Um, I love carried away the lives, the podcast. So it's, a, it's an honor to be a part of it. Um, so I am a social media strategist and I own a business called Citrine Marketing. Uh, we are a social media agency that um, works with lifestyle and wellness brands mainly. Um, and we handle end-to-end social media management um, you know, I take the approach of brand storytelling and that's going to be a central topic for us here today, but I also have another business line, um, that's called social with Shana and this is for creative entrepreneurs and small businesses and, and, you know, under the social with Shana umbrella, I, I teach and I educate and I empower. So yes, sharing wisdom is a huge piece of that. Um, you know, I have a couple different programs that are designed to help make social media less uh, overwhelming and to make it something that you can consistently do in your business, um, you know, with, with tools and process and education. So it's something that like even more today, today's such a great time to be, you know, talking about this because once again, we're in this position where you know, social media and our online personas are, are how we are going to sell and how we are going to still maintain connection and community when we cannot physically gather. So, you know, this to me is at the heart of what we're going to be talking about today. Um, one of the things that I say all the time is that people connect to people and in order for us to connect to others, we need to be authentic and we need to show up. Right. Um, So yeah, you can find my websites at citrinemarketing.com. That's, you know, once again, that's the agency side. And then also my website, socialwithshayna.com has, um, you know, I've got a free download there. You can always schedule a free 15 minutes to chat with me. um, And you can learn more about me and the different ways to work with me on those. And obviously on Instagram. (laughs) Why didn't I say that? Wow.
0: (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. She's at social with Shayna. Right. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. So how did you first get into social media management? What? How did this kind of journey begin for you? Because it's not something people major in college.
1: I mean, maybe, oh, they, no. maybe now they do, but... Yeah, yeah. I actually spent a lot of years running from it too. So I started social media in 2000, working in social media at my very first career job, which was in TV. I was working at a nonprofit in the TV industry and we had a big trade show and conference. So I was, you know, the, the low marketing coordinator and they, this is it, very much at a time when they gave social media to the like lowest person or the intern and we're <laughs> intern. like, yeah, do the thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, and when I was literally a college freshman in 2004 is when Facebook rolled out, you know, I remember sitting in my dorm room, logging into it. So I quite literally like, Was educated on social media during Mm -hmm. this period, but obviously I didn't actually work like work in it until until 2009. So I have since then worked in and around social media. Um, I I worked in the corporate world, if you will, um, in startups and at media companies mainly for about uh, six or seven years before going out on my own, and that was a really crazy experience for me um, due to the nature of the businesses that I was in. And also just what I attributed at the time to being bad luck, but now attribute to the universe pushing me in the right direction. Um, I was laid off four times in five years, three of the three of the four were when I was working in a two year period when I was working in startups in San Francisco. And, and I always used to say, you know, like working in startups is, is like, you, it's like working in dog years. So even if you, you know, only spend six months at a startup, you, you know, you learn a ton, you get your hands super dirty. You're just, there's not a lot of red tape. So you get to, you know, really create impact quickly, um, which was great. And I also, in those two years, bumped my salary up over $30,000. So it wasn't that the time was terrible, but you know, it, you, what, was like naturally happening in my mind was that it was me right and all I wanted to do was to apply myself and to lead and to succeed and to work hard and so it was really challenging um and then in 2016 I moved to LA for a job at a digital media company the company that I had been with um which was located in San Diego where I was for two years I've moved around a lot um they were actually going through an acquisition. So I was like, I know how this ends. I'm gonna get laid off again. So so I I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna outsmart this system and I went and I got a job in LA, moved to LA, which I had always wanted to do. Um, and less than a month later I found myself sitting around a conference table hearing that my division was being eliminated effective immediately. Oh. So I had just moved to LA and I was so livid. I was like, this is such BS. How, why does this keep happening to me? And of course I learned that that was because I I was meant for something different. Um, I was meant to own my own business. Now this is my, just celebrated my fourth anniversary. Um, So this is now officially the longest job I've ever had is owning my own business and doing my own thing. And um, so yeah, I'm to make a long story short, I've worked in social media, um, and, and content creation and, and basically, uh, like I said, storytelling for businesses, um, for over a decade now, four years of those on my own, and I wouldn't change a day of it. I love that. Well,
0: happy anniversary. Thank you. anniversary. Um, I love that. I know that in the past you have done, uh, you know, workshops for bra members, um, basically like social media one-on-one, like basic, like how to create a profile, how to, you know, engage on, on Instagram and on Facebook and everything. And I, I, we've seen the evolution of the women, including myself who were in that workshop to now being very savvy just from that one two-hour workshop you did. And not only that, keeping up with everything that's changing. I think that workshop we didn't even have Instagram stories or Instagram live yet. When that happened, so it's constantly changing, and I feel like you're always on the button of Mark Zuckerberg. Like, what do you got going on? What are you changing now? So I love that you're always looking the life for us when we're looking for like, what is this story thing we have to do?
1: Yeah, it's exhausting. Um, to so, you know, social media landscape changes constantly. You know, what's going on this week is. TikTok might be, you know, out of the game, which is, you know, pretty mind-blowing, not only how big they've become so quickly and that, um, you know, that they are being invulnerable right now. Um, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's getting a lot of backlash for, you know, some Facebook's stances on things. So it's not only that the platforms themselves change, but then there's like all these bigger things too. Um, so it's crazy. Yes. It's a lot to keep up with at the same time. There's some things that are going to always be the same. And, and, um, that is, you know, that showing up consistently on these platforms and nurturing your community is the most important thing that you can do. So yes, we have to pay attention to all the different little like newbie things to keep us being savvy content creators. Um, but the most important thing is to just show up. Yeah, and you really advocate
0: for fostering community on social media, and I think it's been one of the, you know, silver linings of now being stuck in quarantine and, and being you know shelter in place is you were one of the first person people to tell me that we're returning to what it was originally created for, and that was to cultivate community. So in that, you talk about showing up not only for your community, uh, but for ideal clients authentically. authentically. And that 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 authenticity authenticity then helps helps build trust. trust. So So take us through through that that process. How How does does someone someone do that as a brand, as a business business owner, as someone who's terrified of TikTok, which is c'est moi. (laughs) (laughs) No TikTok for me. I can't do it. I can't wrap my head around it. So instead, I'd rather focus on how I can show it more authentically, how business owners can without feeling too salesy and kind of slimy,
1: you know? Absolutely. Um, So, okay, so first things first, tell your story. All of us are at the centers of our being small business owners, being creative entrepreneurs, being service providers. We are the brand. So people want to connect with you. So it's important that you tell your story. It's important that, you know, I share what I just shared with you cuz you hear a little bit of my path and it 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 helps us to really see a deeper thing than just the shiny website right we there's passion in a person and there's the in a way that a brand you know all brands come from people they all come from something pa- passionate the bigger they get the more you know further away from the original idea you know they change and morph but where we are as small, you know, small businesses and creative entrepreneurs. Like I said, we have this unique position to connect person to person. Um, we all want to work with people that we like, right. And how do we get to like someone or get to connect with someone if we don't actually get to know them? So it is important to, when I say show up, I mean, you know, dip your toes in the water of sharing a, a story. Um, you know, some of the times that I've seen business owners be vulnerable, I'm going to go ahead and use you as an example. Um, you recently did a carried away solo episode, yes, that oh. in which, um, which I encouraged you to do. I will give myself a little pat on the back, but I, you know, we talked about how how is what's the best way for for you as a white business owner, and a community leader to show up and talk about this issue. You obviously care a lot about every member in your community, and you want to make sure that everybody feels seen and heard. And, you know, that comes from a place of passion and emotion for you. And then you showed up and you told this story about your family. And you got unexpectedly emotional, which was to me as a, as a member of your community, I was sitting here crying. And I also was just like, this is a side of Carrie I haven't seen before. And I just felt like really connected to you when you were talking and you were alone, you know I mean? You were, you were vulnerable. And you know, it's those kinds of things that where we walk away and you're like, Oh my God, what did I just do? That actually are like moments of breakthrough and I think you know you saw people say that and, and, and give you that feedback that it was really meaningful. In a moment in time of the BLM movement, that meaningful is, is what was resonating with everybody and what we all needed. And we all needed to connect to each other like that. So you, to me, embodied a community leader showing up in, in vulnerability, sharing a piece of your story while also, you know, allowing others to connect to you in that way.
0: Yeah, and I really don't think I would have been able to do it without the support of my community, knowing that if I, and I had no idea that that's where that story was going to go, but as soon as I realized I missed my grandparents and I missed my parents, I just was a blubbering mess. But there was a comfort behind knowing that, even though I don't like necessarily showing this vulnerability, that the people I was showing it to we're going to support me. And I think that has come from spending years really, you know, crafting and cultivating this community to, un- to show up for each other. Um, and I think that's reiterated on social media. Even when I get, you know, a like from a fellow member or if I watch another member's story, I feel like there's this little like, I got you girl. Like, I'm watching you, you're doing it. And I learned that from you. I learned that from you is it's not just about liking things, but it's about engaging. Um, And I think that to your point, I think that's what, how trust is built, right? We're authentically showing up. We may be vulnerable. We may show our knowledge or expertise, but that is one of the ways I feel like I trust brands that I
1: follow. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this is really at the core of when people come to me and and ask, how do I grow my following? I'm like, "Mm." Stop, stop right there. You should start with maybe the way of community. The way that you grow your community is to first and foremost, nurture the one that you have. And then second, to go out and spend time really Knowing who your target audience is, then finding them here on Instagram or in another platform like LinkedIn, for example, I personally specialize in Instagram and it's my like place. So it's going to pretty much always be the thing that I refer back to. But, you know, one of the things that I think that people, you know, overcomplicate and really miss the mark on is not spending enough time on in their accounts both, like I said, nurturing their community and then spending time going out and finding members of your target audience and really making real connections with them. How do you do that? You go to their profile and you read their posts and you watch their stories and you respond with more than two words and you ask questions and you tell them you like what they're doing. And You send them authentic messages. Like it's really actually not that hard, but it's something that people overlook all the time. It is challenging to sit down and do it every day. I will say that it it is like it's work, but there is nothing that will take the place of you actually spending time just connecting people to people. Um, it's and, and what you're saying right now about, you know, how people reach out to you over on Instagram or through DM and respond. I mean, that's exactly what we all want to be. Res- we're on a social network. We want to have a social experience. Meaning you can't just have, a, a, you know, bullhorn something out. You need to have conversations. That's a sh- social experience. Every time we walk into Instagram, we're walking into different potential conversations that we can have with others and potential connections that we can make with others in the same way that it would be in a networking event if you went to a networking event and just stood there yeah maybe somebody might come up to you they might come find you but you need to really make the effort yourself it's the same
0: so true so give me some examples you know in the time of covid in the time of shelter in place, place and everything, what ideas do you have for brands who currently can't work, like maybe say photographers or caterers or event coordinators that can't necessarily show the physical work that they're doing, but how can they show more of
1: themselves? Yeah, that's a great question. So first things first, I would say you want to position yourself as, a, as an expert. Um, if you're a caterer, you are a professional in food business. So now's a good time for you to spend time in your kitchen and, and share that experience with others. Um, somebody that I personally am like loving what she's doing during COVID times. I have a whole list of, of oh, good. Good, good for that. but this isn't even on here. I had a feeling this was going to happen. She's <laughs> her name is Christina Tosi. She is the founder of milk bar um, which is I, I, mm-hmm. a huge bakery out of New York City. They now have, you know, they have a big e-commerce site, but she has every day a live bake club using stuff that's all around her house. And she has built her community up massively in this time. It doesn't take away from her brand. It doesn't take away from her sales. It doesn't take anything away for her te- scanning their teaching how to how to bake and also she's not charging anything for this cuz she's also then sharing her recipes on her website. It's made her brand awareness definitely shoot through the roof. It's made her position as a founder much more uh, visible, relevant during these times. She's made, a, you know, she's created a community around these daily bakes and you know, that, what's more authentic to her? You know, that's getting in the kitchen and tinkering around with stuff that you already have is at the very core of Milk Bar. If you know the, the story of how she created they're like, it's the like, the one pie—I forget what it's called, um, of course, right now. But, anyways, she basically went into the kitchen and kind of like threw it together for these a family meal that was at Momofuku, and you know, hence her brand was born. And, and, anyways, it's you know, we all we all have the opportunity to show up in our 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 zone of genius, our, our expertise. So, if you can't physically work right now, um, you know, showing up in and. Showing your expertise is a great first place to start. Second, um, consider the pivot. I mean, all of us also have the ability to figure out a way to make money right now. Whether that's, let's use the caterer example again. Maybe you're doing an online cooking class where people pay 10, $15 to zoom and make a meal with you. Like, I, I mean, and you send them, you know, you send them a shopping list and you have a whole experience why wouldn't that be a possibility? Yeah. Um, and then you use your social media to share that with the world and to, um, engage with people with it. I really, you know, it's one thing to use social media. It's another thing to come from a place of service and a place of, um, joy. So somebody that's a caterer, um, shout out to let's, let's use Kirsten from the very world's very best cookie. I might be messing that up. No, you're, I think right. Um, like the
0: world's very best or the very best cookie in the world. I don't know. It's amazing. Yes. Everyone yes. should find it.
1: I'll tag her in the show notes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Incredible. You, you know, know, she has, she COVID pivoted to launch this cookie company and you know, she has one, one product. Now she has a couple, I think, but started with one and she has been sharing her story and just showing up and, you know, she's really absolutely killing it right now because her product is good. She delivers joy to people. She makes it easy for people, other people to deliver joy to others. Um, and using social media is, is, you know, her main way of, of connecting with others and, 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 Obviously, once you get the snowball effect of of user-generated content, meaning people are getting their cookies, they're snapping photos of them, they are, you know, giving you that additional level of testimonial um, on top of them connecting to your story. And, you know, if you can come from a place of delivering joy or providing education or service, you're going to feel a lot better about showing up. So this is one of the main reasons why I personally give away a lot of information because I don't like selling either. And the best, the way that I feel best about it is to show up, share some tips, like there's unending information that... I have because the, doing social media is a full-time job it's many jobs actually in like a big corporate structure so there's always going to be information that not only I have to learn but that I I can share with somebody after doing this for over a decade so me giving you a piece of that on my social channels all that does is proves that you know that I First of all, I'll come from a place of service and I want to help you succeed. It helps you get to know, you know, the information that you're going to get from me as an, as a uh, social media. Source, like,
0: it's like a, getting a first person source to get it directly from you. It's not like watered down and like, Oh, I have to give you my email. No, you're constantly giving out great advice and great tips all just for your loyal following. It's the reason why people keep showing up. They're like, Oh, Shane is talking. Let me go click on that. It's true. Um, I have a lot of accounts like that. And just on a side note, before COVID, Kirsten, who's the very best cookie in the world, was opening a a co-working space and was in the process of that. So to go from like, wait, I'm building this co-working space to like, no, I'm not. I'm going to, I have this recipe that I love and I'm going to make cookies. I mean, who knew? (laughs)
1: We all have that ability, you know? I think it, she, she is an absolutely incredible example of somebody, though, that then goes and moves and takes quick action and takes big risks. And, you know, that's an, that's an entrepreneurial spirit, if, if I've ever seen it. So, 100%,
0: 100%. 100%. That is a bra member through and through. Like, this ain't going to work. What else can I do? Um, I love that. So give me some examples of who is crushing it right now during quarantine? What accounts can we follow? Who's leading, uh, by example right now?
1: Oh man. Okay. So I'm going to use one that's, that's a little bit of a, like the circumstances are what have gotten her to where she is. But, um, I'm going to use Amanda Kloots as the example. She is the wife of late Nick Cordero, who mm-hmm. was, if you know, anybody's not familiar, okay. yeah, he <laughs> battled COVID and, and subsequent, you know, um, issues for over 90 days before he died. And she took people along that journey on her socials, but all the, at the same time, seamlessly and, and genuinely also shared her business, which is fitness. And, um, you know, she, that this was totally, you know, married into her story because fitness is, is really what keeps her sane. So working out was a huge part of her getting through the day to day. But then she's also inspiring all of us in, 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 in these messages of, you know, you need to use your body at this time in COVID. She, while dealing with all of this, she launched her online fitness business. She now has virtual classes available. Um, this all happened over the period of time that, you know, we've been in COVID. She had previously had a jump rope company, which was, um, so it's, it's, it was just, you know, I think mainly a new product for her, but, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, quite literally the most like polarizing thing, right. To go from one minute talking about your husband who's on a ventilator to then jumping rope and dancing. And, but, but the, but the real through line is that this is exactly who she is. She's positive. She works out for her health. She works out for her her mental health. She works out for her son. She works out for those who can't, you know, it just, it really it, it you know i i that example to me obviously she grew in massive popularity because people were tuning in to, to the story but the thing that kept me coming back day after day was her spirit and her passion and you know i would absolutely i haven't purchased her classes yet but i absolutely would because i i know that that is that is her her mission is to empower us through exercise to live a positive and healthy life. So in that you can go from talking about your husband who's, who's on his deathbed to your online business.
0: Right. Pretty seamlessly. She did it very, very well, very well. And that's such a, such a difficult story and watching her go through it was like, you've, I felt like I was, I knew her. Um, having never Absolutely. met her or anything I just felt like everything she was sharing was was just talk about vulnerability right she was so vulnerable about it but just very honest which is refreshing because I am tired of influencers are just like I really love this new sports bra I just randomly picked it up and it's like sponsored by Fabletics and I'm like you didn't pick up that sports bra
1: Calm down. Yeah, I mean I I think that that's one of the like I I've kind of joked and I said, you know, I think 2020 is going to be the year that saves social media. I mean, and I think maybe it's actually bigger than that, like maybe 2020 will be the year that saves a lot of things. Um, in, who else is doing well? Who else is crushing it out? Then? Yeah. Um so I have a a, a friend brand called Whimsy and Row that is so they are a sustainable, eco-friendly brand out of Los Angeles, all locally made. And they're doing a couple things right now that I just think are, are really cool in, in the community aspect. So again, they're huge on sustainability. They use a lot of different recycled materials. Um, they have upcycled cotton masks for sale, for example. Um, but in addition to that, they're doing some different, you know, programming things. Like last weekend, they had a natural tie-dye workshop with the founder, Rachel, who is a friend of mine. Um, and Rachel, basically, they they dyed masks, the masks that they are, they're mm-hmm. selling, but also anything, um, using avocado pits and... I forget what the other thing is, but it's a natural tie-dye workshop that she did, Um, you know, so showing up for her community as the founder in a way that, you know, is very applicable to their brand, obviously, natural, eco-friendly, and locally made. They're having a wellness summit, I believe, upcoming wellness summit, where they've gathered all different, you know, female creators and, and creative entrepreneurs to provide this summit for their community, which has, you know... Yoga and, you know, sound baths and, and all sorts of different things. Again, very, very authentic to what their brand is. Sustainable, eco-friendly, locally made, very mindful. Um, you know, creating these different opportunities that create community around your brand and have people gather around your brand without feeling like you're forcing them to buy anything. What, yeah. that, what that does is... It tells us as the consumer and as, as somebody that's, you know, in the community is they care about more than just my, you know, my money. Yeah. They care about the experience that I'm having with their brand. They care about the experience that I'm having in the world. Um, so, you know, right now that's, that's so important. If we can, again, provide a sense of, or an experience of joy or an experience of community those things end up when somebody is ready to make a purchase or looking for um you know those connection points in a business people want to spend their money intentionally right now more so right now than ever which you know i think is so fantastic for us to really be paying attention to who it is at the end of the you know who's holding the purse basically um because I think we feel more empowered with our money when we're spending it with people that we trust and we like a hundred percent. And it's like, to me, this is a great
0: time because we're all, you know, I know we all get our weekly, you know, how long you've been on your phone weekly update and mine's like, you have increased by 22%. Like, well, what else am I going to do? But (laughs) I think to that point that this is a great time to create brand awareness. Right. So we 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 want to serve, not necessarily scale during this time. Creating community, you know, engaging with the people we're following. So I think if we have that brand and awareness, it creates curiosity, right? So then we're just kind of like, well, who is this whimsy and row, and who is this, you know, uh, social with Shana? Let me check this out, or I'm hoping that all of these little things, these little nuggets that I put out there, creates that curiosity. But then from there, naturally, trust is built right so now we're curious and we're kind of like following you and liking things and we're engaging and now we're starting to trust each other and then from there i feel like the natural evolution of anyone is they consider is this really the community i want to be is this really the person i want to buy from do i want a sustainable tie-dyed mask or do i want to go to gucci and buy one of their masks it really kind of differentiates between that and then we make a purchase and then ideally we do it all over again with a testimonial and review. But I think you're absolutely right about how this is a very unique time that if you don't feel like you can scale and sell right now, you should serve and, and really show up for your community. And that in and of itself creates more brand awareness. Brand awareness. It's such a, it's such a, I mean, why not?
1: I mean, if why not? not it's not now. When? And yeah, absolutely. And, and again, I mean, I think if you can come from – from creating a, an experience for people, um, that is either, you know, one that is delivering joy or a val- like a valuable experience in terms of education in your business, you're going to feel a lot better about selling it right now and act, and essentially asking people to spend their money with you. Um, and you know, for another point of, in this is that when you start creating content, that's like really, really rich and valuable, it makes people want it more. Do I want to open emails from Winsy and row when they are offering me a natural tie-dye workshop on IGTV and it's not just, you know, somebody selling me a pair of jeans. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm curious too. I want to see what's going on with them. You know, I think we all want to cut the bullshit now we're over. We are over, you know, the, the typical influencer stuff. And this is why I say that 2020 just might be the year that saves social media is that the, The, the perfect feed is out. People want to see imperfect. They want to see vulnerability. They want to connect. They want to know that they're not alone. We're all overwhelmed right now. And I'm not saying that it all needs to be doomsday and that in order to be vulnerable, that you need to be negative or share like all the hard crap that you're going through. No, it's about sharing pieces of your story that make, you know, that brought you to business ownership, that brought you to, to, you know, entrepreneurship, what, we're all here passionately, otherwise we wouldn't be here. It's hard. It's hard. So in order for us to really use these spaces to connect with others, we need to take off the mask and show the real, the real stuff. Um, yeah, so, but you know, really put a mask on when you're outside. But yeah, You're right. <laughs>
0: That is absolutely <laughs> important. But in, you know, in that vulnerability when you show up, you still wanna make sure that you're acting with sensitivity, right? Ha- what's a way that people should really kind of like test the waters before they're just like putting things on Planoly and it's just magically posting? Like, do you feel like it's a time to pause on the auto-scheduling and really look at what we're doing to kind of read the room a little bit, I guess?
1: Absolutely, that's been one of the biggest things that I have advised my clients on throughout. Um, you know, since March, basically, every week is a new ball game. You know, and that that really goes for any big happenings. This was the case, you know, long before this happened. That any time that something sensitive is going on, unfortunately, before it would be like, okay, whenever there's like a big mass shooting, right? We're gonna. You know, not be. You don't want to come off insensitive during those times. Um, so yeah, right now we need to not be operating. You know, from a place of like business as before. There's no such thing as as like the business as usual. I don't think we will have that again for a long time. And um, you know, I mean, really, the biggest thing that I would say is. First of all, don't use COVID or or any of this as as a specific selling opportunity. COVID is not a marketing vehicle. Um, instead, again, think about how you can how you can serve right now. It's okay to sell from a place of service. We all are still out here, you know doing business. So it's not like there isn't money to be spent and that people also don't want to engage, but you just need to do it from a place of sensitivity and awareness. And, um, reading the room is something that I would recommend, you know, every day, basically, typically I have recommended that people plan anywhere from two to four weeks in advance right now, I would say about a week. Um, just because especially like, you know, we just got news like 20 minutes ago before hopping on this live that, you know, LA is closing down again and a lot of other counties in, in, you know, I'm in Orange County and that's the case for us. So especially if you're a local business, things are changing on a dime. The great news is that in social media, you can change things on a dime. Um, And it's, it's a rapidly evolving and changing environment. So that's great. And, and we can make those changes. Just don't don't be insensitive. And I, I, I feel like that's a very general thing to say, but I also think that if, you know, anybody here will understand that and anybody in these, these spaces will understand what that means.
0: hundred percent. I, I totally agree. It's also a time, you know, I, I think it's a misconception that people aren't, aren't buying things. People aren't, you know, they're, they're holding on to their money. And, and in fact, there are a lot of people who are actually making more money now than because of the unemployment and maybe they got the PPP or they got the stimulus package, but that to me, it would be, it, it's not a time to stop selling. It's just a time to really, like you said, serve. And that when it comes down to purchasing, people still want to shop and not being able to go shopping in a mall or anywhere like that. I'm actually buying more online courses now than I ever have before. I'm just like, what else? What's another webinar I can go to? because yeah. i I want to educate myself, but I still love shopping
1: <laughs> I couldn't agree more i um, and you know I mean on a personal level I, that's something that I really came to the realization of. Um, you know, over the last month or so I felt pretty uncomfortable selling under social with Shana. So I've just, you know, mainly been sticking to my kind of core business of my retainer clients. And obviously it's been tough to navigate for us. So I've allowed myself some of that time to just move through it with, with them. Um, but now what I've come to realize is people need my help right now we, I need to, I need to show up for my community. I need to be walking the walk and in service, um, and helping the people that I created this business for to show up here, to get comfortable here, to share their story here, to do it consistently. And in a way that doesn't make you feel like Shit every day. <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> right. Well,
0: um, just to interject really quick, because this happens a lot um, to women and we kind of passively let it go by. So right now we have like a creeper on our IG live, right? So he's here, he's trying to get our attention. So what would you recommend to our audience, to other people? You can't see it in our Facebook group, but he's here. So And I don't want to pass or be like, oh, I'll just be the polite girl in the back of the room. Just, he'll just ignore me. What do we do with this person?
1: (laughs) Well, I love that you just called him out. I mean, typically, yeah, we just, we are, we've been so conditioned to ignore. Yeah. We have been so conditioned to ignore. And then when we do, you know, I think as women, it's so hard, right? Like when we do call it out, then that can be a problem too. Um, Yeah, I don't, engage with trolls typically um but i also do think that calling it out and saying hey we see you we're, we're not down is a great 2020 way to handle that i'm very into it um it's hard it's so hard i i don't it doesn't happen you know all that often in, in like in the ig world it does happen in the dm world not so much in feed stuff anymore. I think we all know when we're dealing with somebody that's um, not worth our breath, which, you know, so.
0: So sorry to interject there, but. That's okay. I just had to call it out and just be like, okay, so this happens in DM um, for a lot of women. Um, We get trolled uh, marriage proposals. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I've recently been getting a lot of sugar baby proposals, which as a business owner, I find hilarious. <laughs> Clearly, I am not <laughs> interested in having anybody pay my way for things.
0: Yeah, um. <laughs> and I have a friend who was approached via DM about just sending, you know, just being on Instagram, friends with him, and that's the only thing he needs, and a couple couple pictures a couple weeks, a couple times a week, and she's like, what is this?
1: You know, it's so funny. There's these trends that go around, um, and it's, like, quite literally a trend. I don't know if those accounts are actually even real. I feel like something's going on with that specific, like, sugar baby message trend, which, and quite frankly, it could be something sinister. I hope it's nothing to do with any sort of, like, sex trafficking or anything like that. But, um, I mean, on a a much less predatory and, and frightening level, like, there's even just... I don't know if you guys have seen um, the question sticker. There's a lot of bots that are in those right now. So it happens a lot that Instagram gets a lot of these like body accounts. This is one of the reasons why bringing it back to the education, why why engaging, um, you know, in a really intentional way is like one of the biggest tools that we have to, you know, be engaging with each other and talking to each other and leaving thoughtful comments and asking questions, um, with one another, because we often get comments that are like, cool. You want to collaborate? DM me or like, nice. You know, we get, we all get that a lot and we're, we are very used to sniffing out who the, the bot and the fake accounts are. Um, so it's really important that you don't just comment with two emojis because people just assume that that's, what that means, yeah. um, especially that if, you're, if you're engaging with somebody that has not experienced your brand before. It's not enough. It's yeah. not enough to just, you know, even say a two-word response. That's why I, like, often will say, leave, leave a comment of five words or more, because that re- requires you to actually, like, think about what you're saying, and you can't just throw a one-off comment on there. Um, yeah.
0: I see that a lot, too. It's like, love to collab with you at, and then they put that DM for collaboration. Like, what is that? It's it's like if I was walking down the street and someone said, hey, you want to go on a date? You, let's go on a date. Let's go. Let's go right here. Like, no.
1: Fellow bra member and past carried away, uh, carried away guest, uh, Bailey Hancock just called this out. That is not the way that collaborations work. That That is exactly what I was talking about with you're standing there with a megaphone. You are not even contacting me the way that you're telling me to contact you. Yeah. You're not even trying to create a genuine connection. If you if you came at me like, hey Shayna, you know, we we just discovered your account. We think you have some really great valuable uh, education to share with your community. We'd love, you know, to talk to you about how we might be able to work together. I'd be much more receptive to that because I know that you're actually paying attention then to the fact that I'm educating my audience, right? So it's very important that we take the time, slow down, take the time to really connect to really ask questions, to really engage with the people that are in your target audience, especially if they're new to your brand, um, because we only get that shot really, you know? Yeah,
0: it's so true. And honestly, anytime, and that's how I found Denise Hamilton. I found her through a, a hashtag, women in leadership. I go to her page. I almost consume all of her content. And then I just sent her, she had her email in Linktree and I just sent her a cold email. Hey, I watched this video I'd love for you to speak to my group. Then she kind of went back and and forth and and then she invited me to her platform and then I invited it to her, to to ours. And it was (laughs) very easy, very welcoming, but it was just like we finally found a way to connect with each other without being like, well, what's this going to cost me? Well, you know, like where do do I have to sign on the dotted line? It was so, but that's why I feel like we can smell out the BS. Uh, I want to collab. First off, spell the word collaboration. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that shows how lazy you, a are.
0: Partner. No
1: yeah. you are yeah <laughs> well I, you know and I think that that you know that ex, that actually brings up such a good point Carrie you came to her in a super genuine way that she went oh my gosh she gets it and she offered to speak to a bra network when she normally is charging you know a lot of money a <laughs> lot of money to speak because you got it because you understood what it and you took the time because you were genuinely interested but you also took the time to say I see you I hear you I get what you're doing I appreciate it I mean we don't create our businesses for you know for that but man it feels really good when somebody especially somebody from the outside calls it out yeah because 100% and we're about
0: to get kicked off of Instagram, so if we do, we're just going to keep talking in the Facebook group. But before we get kicked off, one of the things that I learned from you was how to engage. We keep talking about engaging, but like I learned how to approach Denise by doing one of those free challenges, um, you know. And I, I hope that you do them again. But how's how do we engage? how How do we connect? With each other what's like one great piece of advice on how someone can engage today after this
1: live video yeah absolutely well first lucky lucky for you I'm actually doing another engagement challenge uh, coming up here on July 20th so it'll be five days and the way that we break down the five days are through different discovery uh, opportunities So the discovery opportunity that I'm going to leave, you know, here with everybody right now is the same one that you just shared, which is hashtags. You went to a hashtag that you knew that your target audience is going to be using. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we're doing engagement, you need to think about it from that perspective, not necessarily one that they would be looking for themselves, but one that they would be using in their content because that's how you're going to discover them. So you went to women in leadership And you found somebody that was, you know, you know, for you as a female entrepreneurial network, women in leadership is a very, a very niche and very good hashtag for you to be going into to not only find somebody that, you know, that's actually a place that you could potentially be engaging with, you know, new members in that. That's a hashtag that you can find people to speak at, you know, or with, Um, and, and that's just one of the ways. There are at least five, and I go through that in the engagement challenge. So, if you go to my Instagram at social with Shana, Shayna S H A Y N A, if you go to my profile social with Shayna um, on Instagram, there's a link in bio where you can sign up for the next engagement challenge, and it's totally free. Join I love me.
0: that. I love that. And when and it's totally free, right? To do the engagement challenge, I love that. I also when I did it. I was in a great group of people I didn't know. I think I knew like one other person in that group and we all still follow each other and we talk and I see them apply what you taught us in the engagement challenge. I'll see like, cause one of the persons was like a graphic designer and he's a guy in Texas and every once in a while I'll see him comment and I'm like, look at you engaging, practicing what you were taught. That's amazing, absolutely.
1: I know yeah. that was uh an unexpected thing for me. I didn't expect that that was going to like even become like a little micro community when we did that before, but you know I mean again we we were all sharing an experience together and and yeah. things connect each o- us to each other, so yeah. whether it's that we are you know engaging on Instagram or baking together or you know, the list obviously goes on and on. Um, we, we can create shared experiences in these digital spaces. And using, utilizing social media for that in your business is super powerful, not only for your business, but for other people, which you were like, you were just saying. I love that. I love that. And it's,
0: I think it's a valuable tool. I, um, and I don't think it's going anywhere. So if you're still hesitant about jumping on the social media train uh, as part of your business. To me, that's saying, I don't know if I need to, you know, track sales. Like, I I think it's an important part of anyone who's starting a business. As as resistant as they might seem to be, they need to be a part of it. Come join us, right? And you really make it easy. Like slowly getting into the water. We're not jumping in the deep end. Um, And the engagement challenge is really manageable for anyone who's just starting to manage Instagram and it's like, I got the content. Honestly, I have content and I don't know what to do with it. The engagement challenge helped me with that too. So that was really valuable. So thank you so much for that. I'll make sure we'll post that in not only the comments of the podcast, but here in the um, Facebook group. But before we go, I want to get carried away with you about three different things. Okay. This is my favorite part of the podcast. I love that you shared all your knowledge um, and that this is recorded. I hit record, right? Just kidding. Um, But uh, this has been great. Um, I know that that a lot of what, you know, women in bra benefit from is the knowledge and expertise of other members. It's almost like we feel like I can trust what she has to say. So anyone out there looking for support in their Instagram or just to pick her brain. I know you also offer a consultation. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah. You know, I have a free 15 minute consultation that's always available. Um, if you want right. to my brain about something, 15 minutes, all yours free, just head to social with Shana.com and you can schedule time for that.
0: Love that. Love that. Um, thank you for that. Okay. Let's get carried away. First yeah. off, because we just got the order that we will be put back inside Tell me about a place you've got carried away about that you visited, whether it's recently or years ago. Tell me about a, a location other than my living room.
1: <laughs> so actually right before stuff went crazy, I had the literal trip of a lifetime with my mom. I was blessed to, to go to Bali with her. We went to a yoga retreat and then we spent another three days um, just hanging out at the beach and. It was the most special experience for a lot of reasons. Um, not only that I got to do that with my mom, but I was staying at a retreat center in Bali that was owned by a musician whose name is Michael Franti. And he was also doing a retreat at the same time. So his whole group was with us and we were all together a lot. And it was just such a special group of people. And, and I, I so treasured it while it was happening. But now that, that it... You know what's transpired since I returned home. Literally, two like two weeks after I came went got home, um, sheltering place took took effect. So wow, um, it was it was really you know special. And I just you know when we're not in a place that we can be connecting with others to m- remember having this beautiful connection with those people in like the most picturesque place, and also doing yoga in that. It was just it was really special.
0: Oh, I love that! And you got to be with your mama. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so. You're like the third person who's mentioned Bali to me in the last two months. I'm just gonna have to go. I think that's just <laughs> what that means.
1: I was yeah, like, we're and, just trying to tell you something.
0: I think so too. And like when I have the Apple TV up, all of a sudden the screensaver it's Bali, and I was like, what? Or it's just trolling me right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how are you keeping busy, entertainment-wise? What are you getting carried away about? Podcast books, TV? what are you binging to keep okay.
1: yourself so I've got, distracted I've got a, couple, a couple great recommendations number one i have been absolutely obsessed with say i do on netflix it's like queer eye but it's with surprise weddings um jeremiah brent is one of the guys on it and he's married to nate Burgess, and they have like the cutest yeah singer. it's it's three guys instead of fab five um and there's a cook there's a chef. There's, um, you know, a designer who creates custom pieces for these brides and grooms, and all of their stories are so touching. I cry at every single one. It's really good, wholesome, excellent content right now. Love it. The podcast I'm listening that I'm loving right now is called Guru. It's um, from Wondery. It's a six part series, and it's featuring a um, enlightenment guy. I forget what his name is. Oh, James Arthur Ray. He's featured in the Secret. Um, oh, and he had, you know, he had this, this, these workshops and people ended up dying in a sweat oh. loss that he had. So this is all about that. Love me some true crime. Love that. Love, lo- I love corrupt, uh, enlightenment and self-help. <laughs> <Yes. things. laughs>
0: uh, Cause you were, you were the one who told me about the podcast. Um, great. The dream, yes, which broke down uh, the MLMs like that was I was obsessed with and I love that. But yes, guru, I'm in for that for sure. Yeah. Um, love that. Love that. Okay. And then I want you to name three things that people get so carried away about, but you just can't even wrap your head around like how this is even a thing. Like for me, it's tomatoes. I don't know how anyone can eat a tomato. Um, and I will prior to this and, and moving forward, we'll never go, get on a cruise.
1: Oh, I'm with you on both of those. I, I like. I could go if I if I could give a TED talk on why I don't want to go on a cruise. I would. <laughs> um. So other things that people get carried away about. I'm going to get hate for this, but number one, Star Wars. Oh, not not a fan, huh? Not your jam. Not interested in at all? I. Yeah. No. no. Um, pickles. Pickles. I love pickles. Pickles and olives. What about
0: cucumbers? no no yeah
1: <laughs> and it and I'm in, when it's in water it's just offensive and it like permeates the flavor and no no spa water no no spa water for me you can put them on my eyes only <laughs> um and the third thing uh, uh, uh another food related one cold sandwiches oh interesting i really hate them it's like i would ra- i think i'd rather i don't know i don't know what i'd rather eat but just not that you know they get so, like, wet, and, like, you know, they're mm, – slimy meats. Slimy like meats. Hot ones. I like paninis.
0: <laughs> and so if they're pressed, you're okay if that cheese is a little melty
1: and on the grill it, a little Any bit. hot sandwich I'm down for, like a meatball sub or, like, a you know, um, any really any hot sandwich I'll eat. <laughs> I just don't want all that
0: cold stuff. All the cold stuff. Cold lettuce, cold meat, cold mayo. The –
1: Yeah, like Bay Cities is like such a popular thing in LA, that that deli, keep me out of there.
0: No, because you're not going to eat the pickles either.
1: Nope. (laughs) I'll have a bag of chips, please. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes. That's okay, but don't find me on a cruise ship eating them. (laughs) I love that. That's so funny. Every time I do an episode, I love to hear what people are just like, oh, I can't wrap my head around this. Nobody's ever said Star Wars, though. That is a first. So you are unique that way that's amazing also, also
1: game of thrones
0: you never got into game of thrones either Mm-mm. well we can agree to disagree that's a good show <laughs> it's so violent
1: it's very violent yes yeah that's what i struggle with i can't i can't do that i i saw the episode with the horse stepping on someone's someone's head and then i was like done nope. i'm out yeah
0: well and and even in the pilot it's pretty violent pilot and you're like okay and then there's like white walkers and you're like what is happening (laughs) so as much as you think it's like the royals fighting and it's you know the turn of the century no there's a ghost factor yeah which was why i was like i'm in (laughs) i love that kind of stuff and i love star wars fine
1: (laughs) i know i said i'm gonna get a lot of hate for my comments yeah let me check the facebook (laughs) group
0: yeah let me see if anybody's commented about no, <laughs> you're lucky. They've all left us.
1: because yeah, they're like, here. you guys are still talking?
0: <laughs> when are you going to end us already? Um, it has been, well, it has been over an hour. So, well, I, you know, we get carried away. We get carried away. What can you do? I love this, my friend. Well, thank you so much um, for being a fabulous guest on Carried Away. Everyone, please go check out socialwithshayna.com, but also at socialwithshayna.com and see what you're up to. If you're listening to this after the the engagement challenge, please set up a consultation with Shana. She's amazing, smart, and if you're a bra member, she'll even give you maybe 20 minutes just putting it out there. Wink, wink. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm going to stop recording, but don't go anywhere. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray, founder of The Bra Network you are listening and you are a female entrepreneur looking to be lifted and supported in your business endeavors, head over to broad-network.com. We'd love to have you in our community and help push you up.